Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast actual play of the Mummy's Mass Adventure Path. Where diplomacy has failed. Diplomacy and has failed us. Yeah, And Hollis. faces have multiplied. Hey, you're the one trying to push past him. Yeah, and then I stopped. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it was a group effort of sabotaging Citra's role. <laughs> it's always Heather and I be Citra being diplomatic. It doesn't matter the situation. Yeah. It's Heather and I being ridiculous and Citra trying to be nice. And the good us news is... Conflicting. I'm guiltless because Sudi was quiet. Guilty, no. quiet. Guiltless is not the word there. <laughs> <laughs> I like to feel guiltless because um, so, I don't help. <laughs> That's not how that works. So unless we left our heroes, the doorkeepers had made their way deep into the northern parched dunes, searching for the abandoned temple of Serenre, wherein they hoped to find clues leading them to the lost sightless sphinx. The heroes had searched around for some time. You'd found some strange clues left over from a, uh, a hunter that seemed to have fought against some scorpions or something. It is now an undead monstrosity. Yeah. Now he is a baycock. He's hunting us, possibly. He's not hunting us. He could be hunting us. He'll hunt us when he sees us, but he's not hunting us purposefully. Yeah, at the moment we are not being hunted, but we will be. We got a genie on us. We got a baycock on us. We're just accumulating things that are after us. Narmer's grounded. <laughs> and, yeah, Narmer is also grounded. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. <laughs> Teehee. And then we met a guy who was rude. Well, y'all were being rude to him. He started it. Yes, so he but tried, we interjected a few times to try to be here. reasonable, but this guy's unreasonable. He, he, yep. he was not being reasonable. I was getting through to him. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he wanted us to go find a crown, but apparently he actually needed us to find like six crowns. We don't have time to find he crowns. There's bee babies. He, he asked us to go find him a crown. You arrived at the temple finding that the location had already been occupied by a gentleman had informed you all that, uh, no, you could not come inside of his place. And he did offer to give you some of his own findings. Yeah, but, well. But uh, the party had then tried to negotiate. Citra had made a phenomenal diplomacy check. At which point, Zarelton had phenomenal. a... Phenomenal. It was like a 30-something. It was something ridiculous. At which point, Zarelton had been like, well, you know, I did lose my crown. Don't worry about why I have And a then crown. Hollis made a snarky comment about how he wasn't royalty, and then he decided to kill us all. I said, not that anybody has ever heard of, which was <laughs> true. That's not what not. triggered the combat. It kept going after that. Uh, yeah, and then you, in- you insulted his grammar, so that's what really set it off. Yeah. He had then exploded into a, uh, a massive five-headed snake being with cobra cool. hoods on each of his human-like faces. <laughs> oh, boy. As it leered up from the top of the steps. And you know what? I guess we can just start things off with uh, with initiative, which is what I think I called for at the end of last episode. Yeah. Are all the faces identical? I don't think we asked that detail. Hollis is it super out. ready. She's a little not ready. Well, no, I mean, identical in appearance, or are they different people's faces? I think it's just his face. They do appear to be mostly unique. Okay. Oh! Ha-ha-ha! That's, that's not because I'm, like, fishing for, like, what is his, like, abilities or whatever. I was just no I'm idea. curious to be, like, are they all the same person, or is it, like, uh, hydras that fight each other? I didn't roll so great, y'all. But we don't have time to do errands. Yeah, but we didn't even know what the errand was. Go get his like, crown. Like, beyond, hey, get me this crown, but that was it. For all we knew, it was in the next room. He would just go get it if it was in the next room. He said he had lost it somewhere. Ah, whatever. We're fighting him. He insulted Mm. Hollis's intelligence and she can't let it stand. 
Hollis has to be the smartest person in the room. Well, she doesn't have to be the smartest, but she can't have somebody be like, you're stupid. And then he started that thing where he villain monologued about how big and powerful and he was. And then he made a mistake. So queuing up some <laughs> combat music there. Uh-oh. Sirenscape. Deploy. Sirenscape for all of your human face Hydra needs. Hollis. I rolled an eight for a 15 on my initiative. Sudi. I rolled a six for a nine. Ooh. Disappointing. Just a bit. Masika. I rolled a 12 for a 15. Mm. Okay, I rolled okay, actually, it seems. Citra. Roll a 19 for a 25. Yay. Go, Citra. Someone's ready. Somebody wants that uh, first round sneak attack. Yeah, someone saw the two of you and just face palmed and going. just waited for this to happen. So he's just shocked by how big this guy's got. It's like, he's like, wait, that violates the laws of physics. Says Sudi, who also gets big. Says Sudi, who embiggens. Exactly. Also, Combat begins. embiggens was used in some other context on some show or something, and I was like, ha! Other people Citra use the word, too. Nahamra. I suppose diplomacy is out the window. <laughs> you can try. You could cower in fear and grovel in front of him and be like, we're so sorry, we're not worthy, but... I don't know if Citra is not really... that diplomatic. She's yeah. not that nice. That's a cool-looking thing. That is a really cool-looking cool looking thing. thing. That we didn't need to fight. <laughs> he shouldn't have been such a mean guy. No offense, but y'all were just as snarky back to him. I said mean things to him, but I did not do any actions to provoke his ire. We were just talking. What do you think He's the one that's do? erupted. They don't erupt. Well, they can in magical lands erupt people into giant snake people. But, like, that's him just having too much of a temper. Like, you think something that old would have less of a temper. Says the elf. Is he really that old? Say, Maybe he's like twelve elf. by. He's like twelve by like his racist standards. You hey, don't to know be him. fair, Hollis has gotten super mad twice in this whole adventure. <laughs> yeah, and the last time you uh, broke an arrow in half and handed it to the hot yet, and that did not not work out. So Citra, <laughs> normally speaking, you could not make a diplomacy check. You, however, do have the skill unlock for diplomacy. I do. Which means that you can adjust the creature's attitude in one round by making a minus by taking a minus ten penalty. <laughs> so I can try. Let's try. Oh man. Okay. You'll bounce it at the beginning of your next turn. Alright. Give me one chance to calm him down. Both of you quiet. All I did was try to go up the stairs. Yes, without permission! It's not his temple! It's not yours either! Exactly. All right. We do not want to fight you. All we need is our information, and we will get out of your hair and never bother you again. Right? I mean, I don't care to bother him again. Sudi just shrugs like, I mean, sure, why not? Y'all are no help. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll see in a round how that diplomacy check goes. That brings us to the creature. Uh Uh-oh. The thing that was I rears up, its tongue's flickering, its tail swooshes back and forth in intricate patterns. There's a tingling sensation for those of you attuned to magic, which I think is everyone but Sudi. That you think it's done something magical, but you don't see any physical representation. Uh oh. Oh, also, and sorry, I should have had Citrus start with this. Citrus, start by making me a fortitude save. It's got an aura. Rolled a three for an 11. Very well. Uh, so, Citri, you get about halfway through your rant, yelling at your companions, turning to speak to them before everything 
goes quiet. Oh. The wind, people's responses. All you hear is the rushing sound of blood in your veins. He literally just said, shush. He has an aura of silence? Uh, All of you can hear her say, oh, no. Oh, okay. But everything has just gone quiet for Citra. That's no bueno. Technically, you would have known about that before you made your diplomacy check. So I will allow you to change your direction if you want to. I mean, I can still talk to him, right? Yeah, I mean, you can still talk to him. All right. I don't know what exactly you did, but I I don't hold it against you. In (laughs) fact, I understand. (laughs) But please... All we want is information. We'll get out of your hair. We won't bother you again, right? And she like looks at them and then like points at her ears like can't hear. <laughs> he ain't got no hair, honey. Hollis Starkweather. <laughs> oh, it's Hollis's turn. Holl- Hollis is feeling snarky still. Hollis is not pleased. <laughs> I will need a fortitude save from Hollis. Okay. Now I'm going to roll real bad on that and get a nine. You hear Citra begin to make her statement pretty much get to the point where she says right and turns back to you before silence. Uh, Hollis is going to take a five foot step back. Very well. Does her hearing come back? No. Hmm. Uh, Then she's going to see if she knows anything about this creature. Very well. You may make a knowledge dungeoneering. Hmm. Don't roll that very often. Dungeoneering, you say. Um, 21? Hmm. You do think you know what this is. You know next to nothing about it. This creature... Regal and proud is a royal naga. Oh. oh. Royal nagas haunt lost cities and forgotten kingdoms, guarding ancient treasures for their own inscrutable reasons. A royal naga's five faces are sharp and fierce, taking on terrible countenance when it becomes angered. Bespeaking their innate pride and vanity, royal nagas often adorn their serpentine hoods and faces with elaborate and valuable piercings, crowns, and other precious accessories. A royal naga tends to be stern in nature and commanding in speech. Although naturally sociable, they are distrustful of strangers and seem to have great difficulty speaking to other creatures as equals. And we saw a little bit of that. Oh, he's rude because he's a royal naga. Uh, I have to cast spells and be deaf. No, what do you know about him? That's all I know. Oh, that's all you know? You don't have Yeah, I didn't roll high enough to know anything about sad. it. Sad. Wait, I told all y'all to wait. You know that it is a, uh, a shape-changing aberration. That's all you know. Uh, you know what? Hall also just cast haste on the party. I'm going to have to make some sort of a check to do that, right? I, it's been a long time since I was deafened, so I don't remember <laughs> what to do. Oh, I got to remember the deafened rules again. This applies also to Citra. A deafened character takes a minus four penalty on initiative checks. You've already rolled initiatives. No big deal. You automatically fail perception checks based on sound. Okay. You take a minus four penalty on a on opposed perception checks. So if you're searching for something hidden, etc. Uh, you have a 20% chance of spell failure when casting spells with verbal 20%, components. That's it. With verbal components, which is every spell ever. Uh, <laughs> most, yeah. Uh, I get a 36 on my check to get my haste off. There you go. So I've hasted so, the party. Yay. You chant in tone. The pulse of energy rolls through the party. Go All ahead of you feel that. yourselves accelerate. Uh, and she'll pull one of her mithril daggers. All right. You pull out your blade. Masika, fortitude save. Oh, also, uh, Sugar would have needed to make a fortitude save as well. Oh, sure. And I guess an armor does as well. Uh, no, it's not a. It's not something that also affects objects. Uh, Sugar gets a 13 for a 16 on her fortitude save. 
Well, for the those of you who can still hear, you hear loud babocking, but uh, Hollis, you think Sugar's just fine. Um, Masika rolls a 17, which gets her a 24. A 24 will succeed. I don't have any ranks in Dungeoneering, so I can't roll, and we're all waiting to see if this thing is not going to murder us because Citrus still wants to talk to it. That's why I did a buff. Masika's just going to ready to cast Flame Strike if this thing decides to keep murdering us. That's a good idea. <laughs> Very well. Narmer. So you ready? Narmer, get in the back. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> There's a real cool snake guy. He, no, it's not cool. I can only imagine what it'd be like to never be lonely again. And he climbs inside the bag. <laughs> and Masika rolls her <laughs> eyes. <laughs> so, Masika, uh, you ready to cast Fame Strike if what? If he attacks. If he attacks. Mm-hmm. Kantar, fortitude save. Here we go. I roll a 12 for a 23. You seem to be good. Cool. Uh, I'm going to step up next to Masika. I uh, use a swift action to switch into pummeling style because I know nothing about this thing and I'm just going to assume it has damage reduction. And uh, try to look non-threatening-ish, even though somehow I've switched into style. a style of, of ready to punch him. <laughs> you also put on the, the Puss in Boots, like, cute eyes, like... Dude, if I had that ability, I would fire that off right now. <laughs> you won't hurt me. I'm too cute and innocent. Look at how cute I am, I even though I look like a scruffy little street cat. Is it halflings that get that? Or they can, like, make a check to seem younger or whatever, and, like, a child? Yeah. So Sudi steps up, We, which brings us uh, back to Citra. All right. Moment of truth, guys. Here we go. Okay, not my worst roll. So I rolled a 16, which gives me a 30, but minus 10, which is a 20. I mean, that's still pretty good. <laughs> With a minus 10 penalty, that's very good. Go ahead and make me a sense motive check. <laughs> yeah, probably not, because I only rolled a 3 for a 17. Okay. You feel like you've swayed two of the heads. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no, they're independent heads! <laughs> We're in trouble. Which kind of do you think are hissing or speaking back to the others? Are they speaking? Oh, I'm deaf. But for uh, Sudi and Masika, who can still hear, they appear to be speaking to one another in uh, they appear to be speaking a language neither of you understand. <laughs> oh, I bet Aklo. I speak it. I bet it's Draconic or Aklo. It's probably Aklo. <laughs> Ooh, or Undercommon. That would be interesting. That would be weird for them to speak. Yeah. Does it do anything? Threatening. Yeah. It turns its gazes down towards hmm... Let's go with Sudi. Wait, it, so it knows who can hear it and who can't? Well, I mean, Hollis at the very least is speaking louder because she's deafened. <laughs> I, I imagine Citra is doing much the same. Yeah. But Sudi, he turn, it turns its gazes down towards you. You can see that its tail's still flickering back and forth. I will need a will save from Sudi. Cool. Awesome. I don't think this is our it, Any chance this is uh, fear effect? Enchantment, death effect, mind affecting effect. Uh, it is a mind affecting enchantment. Cool, awesome. So, I roll a 17 for a 29. It turns its gaze down towards Sudi. Collect your friends' armor and weapons and bring them to me so that we may discuss this on level terms. Sudi just stares up at it. Turns over to Masika. You should blast it now. 
That doesn't sound very on level, by the way. It's eyes flash from gold to green. It then slithers five feet further back up the stairs as it watches all of you warily. I am assuming I understood what it told Sudi. Yes. Uh, yeah, we're we're not going to do that. We can, we can talk just like this. Well, some of you can. <laughs> yes. Alice, you have no idea what just happened. The good news is that won't work on it because it's language dependent and you can't hear him. So he can't ensorcel you. Uh, would I know that what happened to me is magic? Maybe. I'm trying to figure out if I can dispel my deafness here. <laughs> uh, I will point out that if it is the blindness deafness spell, it's a permanent effect, which means that it's not subject to dispel magic. Dang it. I don't have removed blindness deafness prepared today. Okay. You know what? <laughs> Diplomacy is obviously not working and I'm not going to let him just sit around and suggest everybody all the time. So let me... Sh- uh, he's got bones, right? Maybe. Um, snakes have bones. Yeah, there's a skull. Hollis is going to reach into her spell component pouch, pull out a little tiny fetish, and uh, that's made out of bone, and cast Bone Shaker. Hollis! She rolls a 79 on her on her mischance. She rolls a 79. Hilariously, Hollis okay. can't hear you, Citra. I will need him, assuming he's a living creature, to make a fortitude save. All right. 20. He passes, so he's only going to take half damage. All right. Yeah, but now he's definitely going to attack. 3d6 plus a d6 points of damage per two castle levels that I have. I'm not going to be able to move him five feet either, but that's fine. You do a bunch of damage to him, though. So Hollis chants and tones, pulls out a tiny Little snake fetish thing. and shakes it at it. Looks like one of those like bright green dog chew toys. <laughs> e. But it's made of bone. But it's made of bone. Oh, wow. Uh, this will be easy to divide. Uh, that's 30 points of damage, but it will be 15 points of damage for his bones rattling around in his body. Ouch. It's unpleasant, but I love it. He is not a fan. Nope. And there went my diplomacy check. Stop trying to mind control. Sad. I don't know. I can't talk. I'm just over here like, whatever. I'm just going to hit him with spells. Very <laughs> well. So uh, <laughs> Hollis is screaming out spells at this thing. Masika, I'll need you to make a fortitude save. It's every round. Wow. 15 for 22. 22 will succeed. All right. Well, if Hollis is singing, slinging spells, that means this thing is going to attack. So I'm going to flame strike it. Cool. Very well. I mean, I know that Royal Nagas aren't generally like benevolent, great creatures. And this one's been real bad. Generally speaking, they can have alignment as varied as a human. Yeah, most people suck, though. <laughs> wow, Jess. Wow, Jeez. I think you're projecting All, uh, a little bit there. 80%, 90% of those cultists are humans? It gets a 29 100%? on this reflex save. Wow. Yeah, that's going to save. It's got reflexes. Okay. Yeah, he, he probably has decent stuff. But also, I'm deaf and he caused it, and so we're not friends. <sighs> that's simple. I mean, there's a tribe of nice humans, the Beckon, they're cool. But this guy, not cool. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel's just sad about that awesome diplomacy check she made. Yeah. So, no so he'll take 16 points of damage. I do 32 total. All right. A pillar of fire drops from the sky. I'll point out he didn't undeafen Citra, and also he then immediately tried to get Sudi to do something with a suggestion spell. Probably not a nice guy. It's almost like he's used to having his way. That sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Hollis doesn't always get her way. <laughs> Only but there's a deafening the explosion taking us from Masika to Sudi Kantar. All right. Sudi's gonna, he's gonna get big and buff. <laughs> turn a little rocky. Don't forget you're hasted, man. He's hasted and he's going in. 
Very well. Just grab him. I don't think I don't I'm going to have can. a good chance of grabbing this five so, snake. The idea of you cuddling a snake guy is hilarious. And just kicking it with my paws. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a yeah, cat. Like yeah, kicking your bottom feet. <laughs> so swift action. You increase your size. You begin to close. It uses its 15-foot reach for an attack of opportunity. Sure. And it bites you with its human face? I'm sure that has, like... Little needle. Again, it's, its features go all feral, and then like the mouth splits all the way back up to basically its oh, ears. Ew. Cool. Yeah. Horrifying. Cool. Uh, I will also need you to make a fortune save. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're the one who looked at Masika and was like, "You should blast it now." I did, and I still stand by that comment. I roll a 15 for a 28. Yep, you're good. Oh look, it's doing damage. I wonder Maybe. why. I know, but Hollis was about to have to sense motive and see what the heck was going on, but now it's much simpler. Sudi, does a 30 hit you? Yep. You're hasted? Uh, yeah, but it's, I'm only at a 29. Oh, okay. Oh, so close. <laughs> it chomps onto you for 16 points of damage as its bite rips okay. into you. Blood sprays from the wound as it rips its jaws back free. Okay, well, I only took half of that, so that's teeth digging into you. Uh, so you continue um, moving 10 feet forward and then you can yep, strike so it if you I'm wish. Gonna, I'm not going to get like base to base with him, but I'm going to get that close. And um, you know what? I'm going to try to stun him because that seems like oh, a necessary nice. thing. Because um, if, oh, right. if he's stunned, maybe we'll be able to actually like do something to him. Or just go inside. Why would we want to just go inside? We I mean, I'm sure down. it'll just follow us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> we it's run inside and lock the door behind us. <laughs> All right. So here we go. First off, I attack. I roll an we 18. We put him in a really big terrarium. For a 31 to hit him. A big terrarium. A 31 will not strike your target. Do you have some terrarium? Your fist bounces off some form of invisible protective shield covering this thing. Holy cow, guys. I have no chance of hitting him. How do you only have a plus 13 to hit as a 10th level character? I have a base attack of 8. Doesn't it count Uh, as your full level whenever you're in Biggin? Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. Um, so that should so be. You should a have a base 10, attack of so ten. So that should be fifteen, seventeen now. So then, what's the total? So on that's the roll? a thirty-five. Okay. <laughs> a thirty-five will totally. strike your target. <laughs> hey, all right. I mean, to be fair though, that means I got to roll ludicrously high to hit this guy. Okay. But anyway, sorry, I just had to I remind Jordan of his second page of class ability. <laughs> I have so many class abilities, y'all. I just you need to write a second a sheet for when I'm embiggened. You should just no, play a you fighter. You should play a fighter. All the feats would be on the second page. <laughs> oh, God. Could you imagine? Go I forget all the sorcerers. feats. Oh, man. Um, uh. Okay. So I... Yep, so I hit him for uh, eight, 10 points of damage, and I need him to make a fortitude save. You crack your fist into one of his snaky heads. Fortitude, you say? Why, yes. 26. He succeeds... All right. So, yeah, that head is seeing stars, but the other four heads appear to be okay. Sad. All right. Well, uh, does Sudi have the heal skill? Just out of curiosity. Uh, I mean, I've got a three in heal. Go ahead and roll it for me real quick. Okay. I roll a three for a six. So, no, whatever that you're going to try to tell me, no. <laughs> okay. Citra Nahamra. I'll need you to make a fortitude save. Slightly better. There's a 13 for a 21. 21 succeeds. Yay. As you continue to power forward. Now that we've attacked it, I think I'm going to have to move in. All right. Yeah. Get in there. Yeah. You guys say this all happy, but Citra is not pleased with this. It's clobbering time. (sighs) Anyway, so she uh, 
kind of reluctantly draws her kukri as she moves in the 25 feet to get into base-to-base contact. All right. So you draw both your twin blades flashing in the sunlight as you rush up the steps, circle around the pillar, stride up alongside Sudi as you stare up at this mammoth thing. Uh, it does get an attack of opportunity as you close on it. Yep. Oh, it's got, it does have combat reflexes. Looking Big at a... Yeah. That's nearly. That's not nearly so good. Uh, 24. Nope. Okay. So you slide under this bite as it lashes out at you. Yeah. I guess I'll try to get one slash in on it. All right. Roll a 10 for a 25. A 25 bounces off the side yeah. of this thing's layered magical protections. From Citra, we go to the five-headed snake, the royal naga. It rears up, slithers down the steps towards Sudi. Interesting choice. If a lot of decks. Not so interesting choice. You're hasted, don't forget. Yep. So that's a 20, 32. Nope. Yes. 21. No. 29. On the nose. And natural one. No. So I think it hit me, what, three times? Uh, twice. Twice, okay. Not so bad. At least it's not poisonous. So 10 points of damage for the first hit. All right. 15 points of damage for the second hit. Okay. As it bites on, beginning to rip and dig into you. You should have never come here. So he just kind of looks up at it because he's not nearly as hurt as this thing probably thinks he is. Because, like, literally all the blood, like, seeps for a second and then closes up. Mm. You should hit harder. Okay, when did Sudi suddenly turn into Mr. Snarkmaster? Because this is unusual. Uh, Actually, Sudi's trying to draw its ire so that you can get behind it. Because if it attacks you, you're going to be in big trouble. Tactics. Hollis starts. So I'm trying to actually draw it onto me so it will keep hitting me. Hollis has no idea what anybody's saying to anybody. She does drop her mithril dagger because that's not a thing she's going to do anymore. She move action pulls out this uh, scroll of magic missile she's had for a long time Very and well. like points at him and then rips the scroll into like a bunch of little pieces and casts parchment swarm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. So they turn into, I, you know, I think they turn into little bees. We have a bee thing going like little parchment bees loaded with magic missile. Fly at home, dude. He gets a reflex save. Oh, so we'll release the bees. Yes. Covered in bees. Uh, he makes a reflex save of 19. He fails. Oh, nice. It's a fifth nice. spell. Uh, let's see. So this, this is like my favorite new spell. When you cast a spell, you quickly tear a parchment into shreds, releasing a fly, the flying fragments to swarm around a target creature and deliver thousands of tiny paper cuts. If you use normal parchment, it does a certain point of damage. If you use a magic scroll as the material component, you choose one of the spells stored in the scroll. If the spell is first level, you choose to apply the effect of that spell to the parchment swarm's target on a failed reflex save. So I get to do the damage I would normally do. And also it takes a first level magic missile. (laughs) (laughs) I found something to do with all those old scrolls. Nice. (laughs) Very well. Two pertinent things about this spell. Wow. Okay. The first being, it does not have a verbal component, and therefore there's no spell failure, right? Oh, It's wow. one of those very rare spells that doesn't have a verbal component <laughs> to it. I missed that. I was just doing it because it's cool. That is just serendipitous. I love that. <laughs> That's perfect. That's wonderful. Secondly, the creature's shield spell absorbs the magic missile. 
Ah, ah boo. Whatever, he still takes the other damage. Yeah. Uh, which is one point of mag- or one d6 points of magical slashing per caster level up to 15. Yep, kind of like a single target cone of cold. Hey, but now I know something about what he has cast on him. Yep. As you watch it all absorb into some sort of magical deflection shield. I'm like, dang it. Oh, I roll a bunch of ones on this. That's not great. Aww. Um, 28 points of slashing damage. I rolled well, like three or four effective. ones. Hey, you know what? It was fun. I mean, you're 10th level, so average damage for that would be 35, I think. So that's not mm. much below. Yep. I got to pick up some. I've got to scribe some more scrolls that would be really fun to apply to that spell. But I had this magic missile one from like a million years ago. From Hollis, we go to Masika. All right. Masika is going to take a five foot step back just because this thing seems to have like hecka reach. And then, hecka? yeah, <laughs> hecka. It's a new word. <laughs> but she's going to take a five foot step back. Very well. Oh, I will need you to make a fortitude save. 10, so 17. So you do begin to step back, probably stumbling on the steps as the world goes black and your vision fades to dark. Whoa, that's a problem. I can get rid of these things, but not right now. Can I still spell cast? Uh, Yeah, if it's a target target spell, you can't target it any longer. You are blind. Oh, well, then there goes my plan. Almost all of my spells (laughs) are target spells. Area effects. Uh, yeah, either area effects or you're going to be on Sudi healing duty. I, I can't. I don't know where you are. Does you break enchantment him, work on this? I don't think so because it's a permanent effect with an instantaneous oh, break thing. enchantment is very specific. Yeah, I don't think it works on that. I also have remove curse if that helps. I mean, prepared. I, I so break enchantment frees victims from enchantment, enchantments, transmutations, and curses. Break enchantments can reverse even an instantaneous effect. For each such effect, you must make a castle level check. If the spell is one that cannot be dispelled by dispel magic or stone to flesh, break enchantment only works if the spell is fifth level or lower. Oh, never mind. This has a casting time of one minute. I just noticed that. Oh. Oh, whoops. Okay. (laughs) Flame strikes an area effect, isn't it? Uh, Sure, to use that. I already have one. Oh. I mean, you remember where it was whenever you lost your sight, so. Yeah, but all of my spells are target spells. Well, flame strikes not. It's an area. You just I, have to be it doesn't like, have any more. I just said I have one. I had the uh, one. Oh, you have one. Yeah. I had the one that I cast. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wand of burning hands. Are we that desperate right I now? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I literally have nothing I can do. <laughs> okay. Would you like to end your turn? What are you? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Wow. <laughs> right in the kryptonite. Yeah, that sucks. So Masika just kind of pauses and uh, I don't have that prepared. Dang it. Masika, why are we just shanding around? Uh, I'm blind and I can't do anything. Oh, well, that shucks. I yep. could be your hush. <laughs> <laughs> it's a seeing eye armor. All right. So uh, Masika chooses to end her turn, taking us from Masika to Sudikantar. How did you Alrighty. make a fortitude save? I figured you would say that. I roll a 13 for a 24. 24 succeeds. I full out attack this guy. You're hasted, don't forget. Yep, with haste. I'm going to hurt him. <laughs> hurt him real good. I'll actually, I'll let everyone, I'll let everyone make an intelligence roll. Okay. I'm going to intelligence poorly, but. I didn't roll great, but I did roll a five, which gives me a 12. I roll Can a seven Can armor make seven. this roll? No. I roll a Armor's in a bag. For a 17. Nice. I, I, I roll a 17 for an 18. Very well. 
So, Masika, I suppose you, just as we get to the beginning of, uh, of Sudi's turn, towards the end of your turn, you kind of, you look up towards this thing. Citra, you're beginning to come to a similar realization. You think it's the eyes. I mean, Hollis seems okay further away, although she still hasn't regained her hearing. You think somehow its gaze is blinding you and oh, deafening Oh, it's you. like a beholder. Each, like, a head does a different thing. I also have something that helps with that. Not prepared today. <laughs> Were you going to blindness deafness but, it? Anyway, oh, well, that's that what too, you know no. right now. Um, Citra, you've come to this realization as well. Alrighty. I picked up uh, that spell that's like uh, it's like Medusa's curse or something. It, it makes your eyes reflective. Oh, that's uh, Sudi, right. But, Sudi has uh, not come to this, but you did make your fortitude save, so uh, what are you doing? Sudi's gonna punch it. Alright. Mm. I rolled a two. You get a bunch of punches, though. Um, so I roll a two for, so for an 18. <laughs> an 18 does not even make physical contact with it. Sweet. You gotta do the Texas smash. I, I, I like back it up with like a roundhouse <laughs> kick or something. I rolled an eight for a 24. 24 hits it, but just glances off its magical protections. Oh, oh it's going to be one of those kind of fights. That's better. Uh, that's a 16 for a 11, 27. 27 bounces off of the thing again as you bring your foot in and kick into it. This is problematic. Um, all right, that's a 10, which is a 16 against a 26. 26, you do a spin kick before hitting your leg into the trunk of it, rebounding to no effect. Oy. All right, well, this is just fun. Sudi's going to continue to just like look like this. He's having a great time or something to try to draw its ire. So. <laughs> Paul's just like... I'm going to get rid of its shield next turn, maybe. Oh, that would be useful. Maybe. Dispel whatever the heck is making it so its AC so high. I know it's shield. It absorbed my magic missile. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fair <laughs> point. Actually, you have evidence to show you know what it is. I Citra Nahamra, having made your intelligence roll, do you wish to avert your gaze? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I am going to um, also move into the flank. And thanks to my... Uh, Rogue's Edge, I can move normal speed through a threatened square without provoking an attack of opportunity, and it says it by increasing the DC of the check by 5 instead of 10. Okay. Woohoo! So, yeah, you'd only have to increase it by 5, although you are hasted, so half of your movement speed is still 30 feet right now. Okay, so just just Okay, so So for future notice. And, uh... So, yeah, make your acrobatics against its combat maneuver defense. So I get a 30 to move behind it? A 30 will not succeed, provoking ah, attack crap. opportunity. I rolled a six. Wow. <laughs> He's wiggly. Does a 35 beat your combat maneuver defense? Yeah. There you go. It lashes out, slamming you, hitting you back against the pillar next to you as you stumble free. You cannot move uh, as it hits stuff. you with a standstill, and yep. you cannot move for the rest of your turn. Great. Okay. Well, but you can still attack you can still it, right? Stab it. Yeah, it doesn't stop you. You can still take the rest of your action. You just can't move in any more this turn. Uh, yeah, but I can't seem to hit it with a ten, so it's a well, twenty-five. I mean... A twenty-five glances off of its magical protections. Yeah, this thing's AC is ridiculous. All right, well, yeah, which is why I didn't want to fight it. You didn't know. <laughs> didn't know, but I suspected that this random thing out in the desert that doesn't seem to have any provisions is probably strong. Yeah, well. <laughs> so are we. Inside. We didn't know. You seen Sudi's muscles? 
Yeah, that he can't seem to hit with. Well, to be fair, I've got ma- I've got magic interfering with my ability to hit things. So I'm trying to lower mm. the wall here. Mm. It's a difficult choice. Yeah, it provokes an attack of opportunity from Citra and Sudi. Cool. Uh-oh. Not that it needs to fear me very much. What is it doing? I roll a natural one. Uh-huh. Rolled a twelve for twenty-seven. Very well. Both of your blades bounce off yeah. of it as it holds still for a second as it focuses on casting spells. Oh. Not bothering with a concentration check because it. I figure it has a better chance of felling a concentration check than it, than you do of hitting, hitting it. Hitting it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it then begins to flicker in and out of existence. Dang it! Ow, oh, that's a problem. Um, well, that's probably worse than the AC thing, right? Or is the AC thing worse? Um, I mean, if he's Hollis flickering Starkweather. in and out, it's displacement's fifty percent mischance, I think. Yeah, but is a mischance worse than the, the AC being so high you can't hit it? The problem is his AC is high and we can't I can, him. I'm going <laughs> to dispel try, magic She's trying to get rid of one of them. I only have is it one a regular dispel, dispel or a greater? I only have one and it's just a regular. Uh, it's the one that uh, hangs that's... out in my third level slot because I'm an abjurer. I don't know. I, I don't do math like this, so I can't tell I would, you. I would but get rid I would of the say, shield. Yeah, I would say get rid of the shield. All right. I'm going to target that shield spell I know exists. and uh, I will uh, allow Hollis to make a spell craft if she wishes. Oh, sure. I will happily do that. I will roll an 18 for a 38. Okay. You would be able to recognize this as the spell blink, uh, which means that, yes, it does have, you do have a 50% mischance against it. It, however, does also have a 20% mischance against everyone around it because it's flickering in and out of the ethereal plane. Well, that's fine. I'm going to dispel a shield spell. Very well. D20 plus your caster level against a DC of 11 plus your opponent's caster level. But I'm also deaf. Yep, and it does have a verbal component, so you have a 20% spell failure rate, so you need to roll 21 or higher. I, I rolled a, another 78. Well, I think I rolled a 79 before, but whatever. The sevens on my tens place are real, <laughs> really liking me. Okay, right. so I get through that, and then I roll a caster level check. Yep, caster level check against 11 plus the spells caster level. All right, that's not bad. Okay, so I get a 22. You extend a hand. There's no visual component to this, but for a moment you can almost just feel this anti-magic streak from your fingertips. That should help. You hope it affected it. Hopefully. We'll find out. Well, move action remaining means- if you'd like to take it. Uh, she'll move five foot step back. Or she'll move ten feet back. All right. Hollis continues to fall back. Masika. Narmer. Yes. Get, get out of the bag. Okay. <laughs> Shin me in, coach. No, no. He climbs lead, out of the bag. Lead me away from the scary snake. Oh, okay. He he is a seeing eye armor. He then hops down, <laughs> reaches up, and takes your uh, hand in his little flipper like a small child and begins oh. to lead you. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm hasted, but we're both hasted. I'm going to stumble away from this thing as far as armor can take me. <laughs> Hi, Hollish. <laughs> I'm going to take you to Hollish. She can't hear you. You can't hear him. He waves. You know he waves. He waves. Hollish. He waves up at you. He then points up at Masika and then waves his flipper back and forth in front of his face. And then shrugs a gesture up at her. He then like reaches up and taps his nose as you say she's blind. I can fix that later. Tim is in a well. Tim is in a well. What? Where? Lead me to him. I, Mashika, I, she says she can fix that later. I, I heard her. Oh, um. yeah. I'm oh, sorry. All these all this sash effects are confusing me. <laughs> Masika shakes her head. I don't know which way Narmer has me facing, so maybe at Hollis 
and then shrugs. And, uh, nope, nope, that's a pillar. <laughs> oh. And uh, I literally can't do anything because all my spells are target spells. Hollish, you can't hear me, but I could be your ears. I can't hear you. <laughs> I, I think that's an accept. She's accepting my offer. I, I don't think she can hear you. Which oh. way is the snake thing? It is exactly 27 degrees to your right. Okay. Don't mention Ma- the intervening Sudi in the way. Masika yep. turns and faces what she thinks is 27 degrees to her right to face the snake thing. If you have any spells to cast, just let me know. You just point your finger out and then I'll climb up on your arm and I'll aim it like a like a cannon. Can, can we do that? <laughs> I mean, it's not going to negate your 50% mischance. But it's also blinking, so you have that anyway. <laughs> can armor aim my touch spells? Touch? Technically can tell you where to aim. Okay, You well, should not go in and touch this, by the way. It's not a touch spell. I just have you to hit it. You can fire a ray. You just are blindly firing if a ray. If it's a ranged touch, that's much more acceptable. Narmer, get up on my arm. Okay. All right. This is going to be great. My next lord, turn. what is happening here? <laughs> next turn, shenanigans. <laughs> Because I'm assuming I moved more than my movement speed, right? Or can I cast? Uh, no, you only moved half your movement speed. I'm going to cast Baleful Polymorph and Narmer's going to aim. Oh my <laughs> goodness. I don't know if that actually would work. Is that a ray? Uh, well, it's it's not an attack spell. It's not a ranged oh. attack. So I believe that has to be targeted, correct? Yeah, which means don't you need to be able to see it to target it? That's what I just asked if it would work and you said it would. Sorry, with a ranged attack spell, yes, because you asked if it was a ranged touch and it would work. It would. But that is not a ranged touch spell. That is a single target spell. A ranged touch would be something like a scorching ray. Yeah, I don't have any of that. <laughs> lightning? I don't think call lightning. I mean, call lightning technically targets a specific square. It's true. It could tell you where the square is. All right, I'm going to cast call lightning, and then next uh, next turn... He can try to help me aim. Mashika, I think we have never worked together better than this. I don't think that's true. This is like the ultimate trush fall. If trush fall involved <laughs> lightning. Citra Nahamra, would you like to avert your gaze? Yes. Oh. And I would like to attempt to get into the flank once right. more. Uh, I will need you to roll percentile. Oh, to see if you I will accidentally need you, yeah. glance at it. You have a 50% chance, so you want to... You're attempting to roll below 50 Okay, I got a 32. 32 will succeed. All right, that's a, that's a much better roll to get around it. All right. I got a 42. A Yay! 42 will succeed to beat his combat maneuver defense. <laughs> okay. Wow, One would if hope it didn't it's succeed, not the we'd, have, we'd have been real, real concerned there. <laughs> okay, um, and then I would like to attempt a dispelling attack. All right, yes. well, first off, you have to sneak attack it. Yes. So oh, first off, it. you're going to have to hit it. Yeah. But so. I just want... Frick frack. <laughs> Frick frack. That's a new one. Frick frack. I rolled a, I rolled a nat one. Oh. So at least I moved into position. All right. Mm-hmm. So you circle around behind it, moving into position. Yep. That brings us to the creature. Mm, Hollis. Is it just, you dispelled yeah. it stuff? Well, I keep messing with it too. It's first off going to cast on the defensive. Well, that's something. God. I just need to roll four. Uh, that will fail, so it loses the spell. <laughs> Excellent. And that's its turn. <laughs> it will then slither its way. 
Yeah, Hollis is just such a pain back there. Uh, it will then <laughs> slither its way past Sudi and Citra, provoking an attack of opportunity from both of them. Okay. Yeah. Wait, where is it moving? Uh, well, right me. now it's trying to move out from between the two of you. Hmm. I freaking hate my life right now. Uh, I roll a 13 for a 29. Plus two for flank. 31. 31 will strike your target. Finally. Yeah, no more oh. shield now, bud. I rolled a nat one. Oh. Uh, and seven is 13 two points Two nat ones in a row? I know. I, it's just not <laughs> my freaking night. So uh, that is 13 points of damage. Ouch. A solid hit. I don't like this one. This is disappointing. We worked really hard to get into the flank. So it slides over. It then has to move through difficult terrain as it squeezes its massive bolt between two pillars and a five foot wide kind of thing as it wiggles its way forward before popping free the other side. Hey, you stay back there. Narmer, what does that mean? Oh, it's getting closer. It's going to be way easier to hit. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I love his optimism. Hollis. Is it? (laughs) I will need you to make a fortitude save. I'm bad at these. <laughs> also, you didn't make the intelligence roll to realize what's going on with the vision. Okay, I rolled a 16 on the die. Fortitude. It's not a death effect, is it? Um, nope. For 22. <laughs> Fortitude save 22 is my save. All right. That succeeds. Ha ha. Ha. All right. All right. Hollis doesn't like this one bit. Um, <laughs> There's a giant snake in my boot. <laughs> She's also hasted. <laughs> Hollis is gonna run herself 30-ish feet, um, kind of back and, and halfway around a pillar where she can still see, but she feels like she has cover even though she may not. Very well. So Hollis goes then, running off behind one of the nearby pillars. Aren't y'all supposed to keep that away from me? You then know, she's I gonna tried go ahead. with the diplomacy check. Well, she can't hear you. You can't hear her. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm not talking as her. Oh. Target is me. Uh, Hollis is gonna pull out a rhubarb leaf an adder's stomach and a dart, because those are the components of this spell, and cast Acid Arrow, which is like a, a long range spell, like 400 whatever feet, at uh, right. our boy here. So, Boys. first off, I think that probably has a verbal component. It does indeed. So, let me see if I get the spell. Percentile? Off. 66. You're doing way better with the deafness this time. I know. What is going on? Oh, <laughs> Rachel's rolling that one. So that's what's going on. Uh, uh, Rachel, cosmic balance is preserved. All right. Uh, no, so that will succeed. No saving throw. No spell resistance. Um, it is a ranged attack, correct? It is a ranged attack. So I must hit it. You also need to roll a 50% mischance. Well, I rolled real gosh darn bad on that roll. So. Oh, okay. Uh, there all the luck went. I rolled a 36 on my mischance. I rolled a four on the die. So, never mind. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it, it hits central bulk and just phases straight through it as it splashes <sighs> on the wall behind it. I have another one for next round. Why is this thing following me? I see it looking <laughs> at me with them faces. I think you made it angry. Oh, wait, you can't hear me. <laughs> She's really just talking out loud. Masika. All right, Narmer. Uh, it is about 15 degrees to your right, and then it's at an elevation of, I'm, I'm going to estimate, but I think it's about 67 centimeters. Sorry, I'm, I'm metric. Um, <laughs> all right, so what do I need to roll? I also need fan art <laughs> of Narmer saying, sorry, I'm metric. <laughs> it's the more efficient system. It is. It's far more efficient. It 100% is. It's all right, done so in multiples of 10. I weigh 82 kilos. 82 yeah. kilos would be decently heavy. I wish we were metric. 
It'd be so much easier to convert. I wish we were a lot of things. <laughs> it's true. Because I just remember in like third or fourth grade learning King Henry danced merrily down center main. And it was just yeah. all tens. It's like, all yeah. you have to do is move a dang decimal. Oh, like the gold, silver, copper situation in Pathfinder. Mm-hmm. Mechanically speaking, you select the point that you want the spell to hit because it is a five foot wide, 30 foot tall. I guess the of center of the creature. And you have to have clear line of effect, which you do, even if you can't see it. You just have to designate a location, which if you follow Narmer's... That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to... I'm going to try to follow Narmer's directions. So the way that I'm going to rule this is Narmer is going to use a, a standard action to aid another to tell you exactly where to hit. Uh-huh. At which point you may make your range spell attack. Cool. Which is really that just seems a save fair. from him, right? Uh, yeah, so it's just going to be a save from him. A uh, mischance or, the, or whatever? Uh, I was going to say, is there still a mischance? Because technically there, he's It's not an attack roll. Oh, True. All right, so he needs to make a reflex save then. Yeah, so this is considered an area effect. So he gets a 19 on his reflex save. He fails. All right. Whoa, dang. Now, blink means that he is only half in the area when the attack hits. So he automatically Uh, takes half damage from the effect. He would take a quarter damage if he actually saved. Wow, I rolled really good. So I roll 16 on the die, so he takes eight. So eight points of damage as a nice. fork of lightning shoots down from the sky. Narma, did we hit? Did we hit it? I appears to have partially affected it. You should run away because he's going to try to eat you. Narma, can she hear me? <laughs> I don't know if you, I don't, I can't, you can't hear me. <laughs> or you can't tell me. I can't hear you. <laughs> Narma turns back and then like clacks together some of his flippers and holds up like one, you know, little barb as like a thumbs up towards Hollis. <laughs> Okay, thumbs up. Check. All right. Okay. Um, and then I guess Narmer can lead me away from 15 it. 15 feet further away. <laughs> yes. Come hide with me. <laughs> you stumble your way up the staircase as you begin to move further away from it. He looks over towards Hollish. Oh, we're going to move around so we can outflank it. Hollish just makes a face like, uh. <laughs> you don't understand me. <laughs> <laughs> from Masika, we go to Sudi Kantar. All right. Sudi's going to try to get this uh, thing's attention by saying, hey. Faces on me, you common garden snake, and then start Ooh. punching it. Get in the freaking flank! I can't. I can't. What do you mean Wait, you can't? You're I hasted. Can. Oh yeah, I am hasted. Oh my god. Um, I, I will try to get in the flank so that you can close in on it. So, yeah. All right, sure. Here we so, go. It's gonna try to Are you me. gonna flippy? Wait, I can flippy. That's right. I can do an acrobatics check. Yes. I will you do can. it. I will. I will try to flippy. Here we go. I roll poorly. I roll a nine for a 27. 27? No, it slams into you and stops you where you are. Dang it. Okay, I'm a punch it. should just take the long way around, and then you can maybe... There's like a column, but maybe around the column. Oh, yeah, no, I can still go down. So Sister can maybe go around the long way. Yeah, I can try. Yeah, um, I think that's what you're going to have to do. So I will uh, instead try to punch it and stunning fist it. All right. Because that'll help you get in. So Sudi's going to take his one punch. I'm one punch man right now. <laughs> if only. Do it. Do it. So a 13 for a 30? Will potentially strike your target. You have 50% <laughs> yeah. of the chance. Oh, that's right. I forgot to roll percentile. Hey. I got an 85. That will get through the mischance as your fist connects. Ha ha! Victory. Stun him. No! Minimum damage? Why? Well, he rolls a fort save regardless. Uh, so that's eight points of damage, and he can roll a fortitude save. 
Uh, he gets a 23 for his fortitude save. Uh, he saves. He's a big old snake. Dang it, snake man. <laughs> I mean, he can still roll poorly unless he has like That's a, true. you know, plus 18. That was a decent roll, so. Yeah. But your fist still solidly connects and you feel like the crunching of his jawbone as you crack your fist into him. Maybe I have his attention now. Oh, also, I need you to make a fortitude save. Somebody tell Sudi to avert his gaze. Um, yeah, somebody should really tell me to do that. Um, so I roll a 12 for a 23. I have a I have a plus two to my con, so 25. Regardless, that does succeed. Uh, as you look up into its lambent green eyes, it stares down at you with two of its heads. The other three, one of them focused on Masika, the other two focused back on Hollis. No. That's right. Common garden snake. <laughs> oh my god, Sudi. Narmer, what's happening? Citra. Don't look it in the eyes anymore. I'm watching this epic kaiju battle. (laughs) She (laughs) takes the long way into the flame. Oh my god. (laughs) She took the long way. (laughs) It would look like a kaiju battle because he's tiny. It's a cat versus a giant snake, yeah. (laughs) Because he's tiny. All right, Citra, so uh, it will be an acrobatics check to still tumble into the flank. Uh, You are going to need to move faster than half of your movement speed. So you will need to take the minus five. Can you not run around him? He's that got is a long running reach. around, but so, because oh. of the pillar, she has to move forty feet to get around to the flank. Uh, so I got a thirty-six minus five, thirty-one. A thirty-one, a thirty-one will match his combat maneuver bonus, succeeding oh. on your acrobatics oh, check okay. as you charge around to flank him. Yay! Okay, Let's see if I can actually roll a hit. We believe in you. As Citra <laughs> reaches the far side, dives to the attack. Yeah, but I can't seem to. Frickin' roll! Come on, dispelling hit. No, because I rolled a nine, plus 15. Plus one for haste? Plus one is 25, plus two for the flank, 27. A 27 will not strike your target, glancing off of his layered magic defenses. And, you know, 50% miss chance wasn't even thrown in there. Ah, and I just threw my dice down and got a 20. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that how it always is? Don't waste your 20s. Yeah, right. Hmm. Why are you humming? Isn't it Hollis's turn? No, I go after it. No, it's its turn. Uh, I mean, Masika's hitting it now. Citra has thus far been ineffective. Little does it know. <laughs> Little does I've it know her bit. amazing damage potential, but... Yeah. I know, if we could ever just get it going. It's going to uh, slither five feet closer to Hollis. Oh. Uh, following step. So, oh, I have, uh, oh, my, I have step up, but he's not moving away from me. But Citra can following step hopping down the steps as it tries to get away from her. It will then... I can step on my turn to get up there. It will then turn its attention on Sudi in a full-out attack. Okay, perfect. All right. I will show you death stray. It then attacks. It means it means my taunt worked. Sudi's like, I mean, yeah. That's not the worst thing. I, I know, I like, Sudi's All just right. like, I mean, I've been called a lot worse, man. <laughs> so, 19. No. 29. Yes. 31. Yes. 30. Yes. And 31. Yes, so it hits me four times. Uh, we'll see. Oh, because it has mischance too. Oh, yeah, it has 25. 25? 25, 25. 25? I don't know. All right, so I got a nine with the last head. So the last head actually passes straight through you as it goes ethereal, but the other three do strike. Cool. Cool. All right. So it deals so it deals four points of damage after DR with the first hit. It okay. deals seven points of damage after DR with the second hit. 11, okay. And it deals six points of damage after DR with the third hit. 17, okay, got it. 
and then it bites on with the three heads and then rins. Yeah. Cool. Six. Uh, for 15 additional points of damage as it bites on and rips in every direction. You still feel your hardened blood gushing out of you as it begins to rip and tear into you. Hmm. Uh, I'll actually let I'll let the rest of the group make a uh, a heal check now if they wish. I can't see it. You can't but see it. Narmer can use my ranks though, right? I have all your ranks and all your skills. Hollis got an eight. I'm very good at surviving. I rolled an eight for an eight. <laughs> I rolled a six for a seven. Okay. We don't know nothing about nothing. Narmer roll. I roll an eleven for Narmer. He's a one wisdom, which makes it a twelve. And then Masika has five ranks, so he gets a seventeen. Shooty, your meditation has finally come to fruition. It appears to have some sort of bleeding bite attack. <laughs> Already, you have communed to become one with the stone. <laughs> yes, finally that comes into play. Nice. I feel vindicated for We're taking. We're gonna make so many stone piles today. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Oh man, that's probably that's probably the only reason I'm still alive. Let's be honest. It does an impressive amount of bleed damage. Uh, I'm sure from, it does. From the creature, we go to Hollis. How far away is that creature from me? Fifty-five feet. Okay, that's fine. Hollis is like, maybe it won't keep coming toward me. I don't like when they do that. Um, she doesn't know why. It's just when bad guys charge her, it's bad. She's gonna try to cast magic missile because she knows shield's gone. Okay. So that's what she's going to do, her actual magic missile. Um, so let me do my first mischance. 68. So I get the spell to work. All right. And then I have to roll again to make sure that they hit it because he's ethereal sometimes. No, because oh, okay. magic missiles and a force effect, which means it also strikes the ethereal plane. Oh, perfect. Spiffy. So you extend a hand, five purple shards, each one bursting from each of your fingertips as it streaks across the distance towards the creature. 18 points of force damage. Slicing into the creature as it bellows in pain. It's definitely going to come after you now. Then Hollis hides behind the pole. The pole? (laughs) Uh, The pillar, whatever. Pillar. Well, Hollis slides over to take cover behind the pillar. Norma, is that thing coming to me? She's just looking. Norma looks at Norma. Norma looks at it, looks back towards her, and then just kind of like makes a complicated hand gesture of like <laughs> points at his eyes, points towards it, makes two circles in the air, points towards himself and Masika, points around the other side, uses American Sign Language to spell out Citra's name, points in the other direction. Always gets a 14 cents motive. <laughs> You don't think it's coming for you. Are you sure it's not Andorin sign language? Yeah, Andorin, Andorin sign language, <laughs> <Okay>. yes. <laughs> wow. It's still ASL. It is still ASL. Hey. That's why I said it. Nice. There we go. That's fun. From Hollis, we go to Masika. Apparently, I need to put a rank you. in linguistics next time we level up for sign language, since Narmer somehow knows it. <laughs> Narmer. Well, do you know what he studies at night? <laughs> Hey, I need him to help me aim. It's closing, but we got a little further away from it. So we're on level with it. You just need to fire 12.192 meters ahead. Masika fires 12.9 meters ahead. <laughs> no, no, 12.19. 12.9 too far. <laughs> oh, no, shooty, look out. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, crispy kitty. All right, Masika Aww. fires. It needs Very to well. make a reflex save. All right, so chant and tone. I do 15 points of damage. Did it make a Very reflex well. save? It needs to make a reflex save. 18. 
Nope. Seven points of damage. Narber, is it dead? Uh, no, but it looks really angry. Oh, boy. <laughs> so we must be doing something, right? Sudikantar, are you averting your All gaze? Right. Uh, yeah, because he's I had a 50% miss chance anyway, so might as well avert my gaze. <laughs> might all as well right, close so my eyes for all, all the good it's going to do. So roll percentile. Okay. 96. All right, Sudi's going to take a five-foot step at a diagonal around the pillar in order to get into the flank with Citra. Very well. And then I'm taking a 50% miss chance, and I'm Floria Blosen. Oh, yeah. Here we so, go. Right. That is a 25 on the mischance. That's a 95 and a natural one. Uh-huh. All right. You are hasted. Oh, goodness. Uh, that is a 23 Stop on the mischance. Hey! That oh. is a 17 on the mischance with a perfect 20! <laughs> no! She just told you not to roll them together, and then you did it anyway. Why did you do that? What about your uh, your hasted attack? That was the hasted attack! Well, you learned your lesson. We should dispel this thing immediately. Well, I don't have any more of those. I'm so All upset. Right. And Masika can't see. I don't know if I can... Can Narmer aim my dispel magic? No, it's a target, target spell. Yeah. Nope. Yep. <laughs> you could do an area dispel if you had a greater dispel magic. <laughs> Be like, okay, let's see what happens. From Sudi, we oh, go no, to Citra. Oh, small again. What? Okay. I'm small again. I don't know. It'd just be funny if she dispelled your Embiggen. Yeah. That'd be so sad. I yes! need that right now. Okay. <laughs> Not so, 20. Okay. Before you get all excited, first I need you to roll percentile. Are you averting your gaze? I'm averting my gaze. Okay. Okay. Well, I rolled an 80. Okay. Okay. So you do not Yay. need to make the safe. You then stab at it. Perfect 20 will automatically hit threat. You need to roll percentile 51 or higher. No, I only got a 29 on that. Okay. So ah! that is going to miss. That's two nat 20s. This thing again, is ruined. And I'm going to try my second attack. All right. The thing you're trying to dispel is that effect. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, I root okay. for you. I got a 59. 59 hey. will get through the 50% mischance. Okay. But I don't know if I'm going to hit. Okay. You're hasted. You're yeah, flanking. but I don't think that's going to help. You'll get a third I attack. A, I rolled a 12. So that gives me a 22 plus flank, 24 Mm-mm. plus haste, 25. Dang it. Hit it one more time because you're hasted. 25 oh, will not strike your target. Yeah, okay. I am hasted. <laughs> Frick frack. Okay. That's why I said you're hasted. Man, this thing's this <laughs> thing's just, uh, blink is like literally killing us. It is. Bad. <laughs> All right. I got an exact 50 on that one. Does that count? No, that fails. That's you a miss. 51 or higher. Oh, yeah, that's it. miss. I hate. So okay, I wish I had another. Miss. I, I, I was not kind of, oh. I'm starting to think we might have made the tactical error of not getting rid oh, of the blink. Oh, <laughs> you, you, you think we made a tactical error here? <laughs> I wish that I did not have a chicken and instead had an item so I could drain it and dispel magic. Again. Right, yeah. Oh, this is tough. That brings us to the creature. Here we go. No castle on the defensive. I'm just going to say on the record, Good. I hate all of you. I, That's when fine. you told me to stop, <laughs> I stopped. It's Hollis that made it mad, okay? I just pointed out the truth. Hey, he you don't know. He could have been smarter than you. Uh, he just the creature flickers the and disappears from sight. Are you kidding me? Dang it, I didn't. I didn't prepare the invisibility. Man, this guy's defensive game is strong. He's like, I have all the spells to counter all the things he's doing. I didn't prepare any of that. 
I, somebody on the Discord pointed out a feat for me that you can take only if you follow Nethys that lets you use a full round action to prepare a spell in a slot you have, and I'm taking it next level. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. Okay. This is a problem, y'all. Did he leave? Did he swiggle, squiggle away? I mean, the mischance is the same for y'all. I mean, yeah, it is the same mischance. Oh, Cyrus. Oh, this is an oh, Cyrus moment, all right. Actually, do me a favor. Have the party roll me a perception roll. All right, let's make this easier. Am I, mean, I taking I'm a penalty? Right. Uh, yeah, you do take a minus four penalty. So does Hollis. I mean, okay. I roll a 16 for a 12. I roll a six for a 24. Narmer rolls a 16 for a 30. Roll a 13 for a 23. Yeah, you have no idea where it is. Yeah. All right, I have something. Is it my turn? Hollis. Hollis is going to go on a merry jaunt to kind of stand catty corner behind Sudi. She has like 65 feet of movement or something with her move, so she should be able to get over there. And then she's going to be like, y'all, he's invisible anyway, so like obscuring mist. (laughs) I <laughs> just level the playing field a bit. Uh, okay. And it does have a verbal component, so I have to see if I get this spell off. I roll a 95, or a 93, so I do get the obscuring miss off. It's a 20-foot emanation from me, 20 feet high. Uh, 20 feet wide and 20 feet high. Because he can't see us, we can't see him. He has to be within five feet. That's the only, he has kind of an advantage, but you know what? Like, I took this in case a Baycock was going to shoot arrows on us from space. <laughs> Fair point. Yep. Fair. So the vapor obscures all sight, including dark vision beyond five feet. A creature five feet away has concealment. Creatures further away have total concealment. Um, Wind can make it go away, etc., etc. You can burn the fog away, etc. It doesn't function underwater. Okay. So a fog cloud billows out from around Hollis. Masika? Narmer, what's happening? It appears to be gone. Let's walk into the fog. But if we walk into the fog... I hear a fire siren. God. A fire siren. <laughs> I am not okay. fighting Pinhead. Uh, I'd rather fight pyramid Pinhead head. at this point. Not Pinhead, Pyramid Head. Or pyramid Head. Oh, man, Pyramid Head. Yeah. yeah we're, we're getting our genres. Well, they're still the same genre, but we're getting our yeah. horrible other dimensions crossed. If we go into the fog and it shows up, I won't be able to hit it with my spell if you can't see it. That's true. Well, I can't tell you to point at anything, so... Uh... Masika is just going to ready with Narmer to fire at it if somebody else can point out what's... Co- if it attacks someone and we can kind of try to pinpoint where it is. I mean, you could ba- play Battleship at this point and just try a square and see what oh, happens. Oh, yeah, that's fun. I mean, I guess I'll shoot where it was. So the square 10 feet in front of Citra? Yes, yes. All right. Yep, so a fork of lightning streaks down from the heaven, cracks into the cobblestones, splitting these ancient stones and causing them to tumble down. You don't see blood. Well, you don't see anything. Narmer can't see into the fog to know if you hit it or not. Yep. Well, it's a big creature. I would maybe shoot it if, or something, maybe, or we probably hear a scream. And then again, we could have just hit Hodish for all I know. She's somewhere in there, too. What? Awesome. That was maybe a bad idea. Oh, I can't hear. I can't hear. <laughs> 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 yes. I can't hear, so I have no idea what he's saying. Masika is very concerned. Okay, no more firing random places. Okay. Sudi Kantar. Sudi goes ahead and closes his eye because it's not really ears. doing him any uh, any good anyway. Perks you up his little kitty ears, doesn't hear anything, and decides to just full out attack the square. Wait, that... 
you can't like sense to see if you hear it. Oh, uh, that's what we that's what we did when we first. But I mean, you can make another perception roll to continue to look for it. Oh, yeah. I continue to look for it then. It's Use time. your stiffer and your little ears. I roll an 18 for a 36. <laughs> what they like to call in uh, 2nd edition a seek action. Yeah. Well, yes, I like that I that's codified. With Me my too. ears. No, you have no idea where it is. Maybe it left. Or maybe it never moved because then it would get a stealth bonus of a, like plus 40 or something instead of a plus 20. I'm going to full out attack the square I thought it was in. Okay. You full out attack. Uh, you swing in that square. Go ahead and make your tech roll. Yep. All right, I'm just going to start rolling the percentile just to see if I even have a chance here. That's 50% that's mischance. An 80, that's an 84 with a natural one. That's a 100. Wow. I'll take it. Uh, 14 on the die. That is a 32. You don't feel your fist impact with anything. Okay, I don't know. So I continue attacking and... No, you, feel, you don't feel anything. Well, I would, yeah. Well, I, it, I have to, I, I full out attack. So I mean, I assume I'm just like whatever. I mean, you can um, still five foot step as part of a full out attack. Oh, that's true. Um, I'll five foot step at a diagonal and just see if I get lucky. Like maybe it just scoot five feet like past me or whatever. Yeah, that's square. Okay, so, so he slides forward, launches out with a kick. That's an eighty-seven. This is only a plus eight. You're also hasted. Uh, that's going to be a total miss because I rolled a four. <laughs> so that uh, gets me in the tw- hey, low 20s. <laughs> Haste right. attack. Haste. And um, it gives you a bonus And then attack. a 19 on the last one. So I whiff, 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 whiff. Oh. Okay. Citra Nahumra. Citra will try to see if she notices anything. You can make a perception roll. Technically, you can't even see Sudi at this point because I'm in the mist. So I got a 30 minus four. 26. No, so. not that you're aware of. Okay. I mean, Hollis ran forward and suddenly there's a giant mist cloud. You're going to guess she cast um, it. I did. Oh, um, no, I closed my eyes. I don't know where it is. I can't hear any of you. <laughs> I'm... Start should stabbing. Should we seek cover that is not mist? Hollis can't hear you. All right. Um, Maybe we should regroup by the front door? Narber waves a flipper at you and then gives you a thumbs up also. Okay. <laughs> Mashika, I feel like this is making us all closer. It's, it, do you? Do you? Because I can't see anything. Um, I just feel like we're very exposed. Did you avert your gaze? <laughs> it's invisible. It's, it's invisible. It oh, can't use right. a gaze, gaze attack while invisible. Work. That's true. The sad thing is, is that, you know, only... Only Masika could respond back to you that you'd be aware of. Well, and Sudi. You can't see Sudi, and you can't hear him. <laughs> yep, I'm obscured. I'm trying to protect my people with fog. You really just protected Sudi. Well, uh, I'm just going to regroup next to Masika then. Okay. After Mas- probably a tense two or three minutes. He Hollis, ran. Hollis wanted to cast. My action, my plan was to spend three rounds casting Detect Magic. Oh, that's okay. smart. I mean, by that point, you're not detecting any magic around you other than your fog cloud. Yeah, he's gone. Okay. He ran. Well, I, running's fine. I need you, Narmer. I need everybody that can't hear or see to to come close to me, please. Everyone gather around. Oh, wait, I can't hear me. Okay, I'm going to go I mean, into the mist. I can hear you, Narmer. <laughs> Hollis will dismiss her fog cloud because it's dismissible. Although I think it might have run out by now. 
Yeah, he reaches up, grabs Citra's hand, puts it in Masika's hand. There you go. Okay. You can't hear me, but take care of her. Masika, <laughs> you can't shear, but it's Shitra. Okay. <laughs> Narmer way, and then he dives into like the fog cloud, like a like he's flying through a cloud. Well, I just missed it. It's fine. Oh yeah, oh, no. And then like the moment uh, he reaches it, it disappears. Oh. <laughs> oh. Eric's gonna look right, so cool. I'm gonna cast break enchantment. Suri, have you been walking in tight circles, punching everything for three minutes? I mean, not exactly. I was trying to just hit it. Because it can affect more than one creature, so if we're within 30 feet of each other, I can get rid of the deafness and Masika's blindness. Right. So you chant in tone, cast. Yep. It will have no effect. It is not a spell. <sighs> All right, y'all, I got bad news. We're going to have to sleep because I can't prepare remove blindness, deafness until I have rested slash until it's tomorrow. Well... I mean, it, I don't know if that thing just went to go. We should search the best we can and try to see if we can find what we can't and just get out of here. Because I mean, I think that's a prudent idea as well. What? Um, y'all both realize that we can't hear you, right? Narmer. Do you ha- what are they Wait, saying? They're just me, saying let me, words. Let me use your journal. Yes, here's, get, that's what I was about to say. Get my journal and, a, and the pen and tell them. <laughs> Wait, how is that going to work for the... Oh, that's right. They can still see. They We're can, deaf. They're deaf, not blind. <laughs> blind. I, was, I was about to go over and start finger spelling into, into the finger, but then hand? I just realized that you guys can still see. So. I don't know why I'm sugar something. <laughs> but yeah, Norma writes down, okay, what, what is the plan? We're going to search the best we can because we're not sure when the thing will come back. So resting and trying it tomorrow is too dangerous. Norma writes down the piece of paper. We're going to dig through the ruins because Snake Man might come back. She knows she's blind, right? I don't uh, think the rest yeah, of the... Uh, I'm she aware. Can, she, she can still hear. He writes oh, down right. that she can still hear. <laughs> oh. And uh, Sudi's completely unaffected, so like... All right, no, well, we can poke no, around in down, there. We're really lucky that no one was affected by both of those. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. It would make it really hard for this, this role-playing opportunity in this podcast. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, it's so well, true. I guess I guess we'll just go in then and start looking. And Masika, you can just like s- stand around and be sad. I can follow Narmer around. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't no, know. Do you understand saying. me? There's a loud clucking sound coming from the satchel. <laughs> oh, poor Sugar's the real no victim idea. here. Sugar has no one to talk to. I open my familiar satchel because she's wiggling around in there, and I look at her, and I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> she gestures frantically towards the sides of her head. Oh. Uh, and you can't read her lips because she doesn't I, I like, any. point at myself in my ears, and I'm like, yeah, me too. Wait, she, chest oh, kind of puff up too? and then slowly lower as she lets out a long sigh. We'll fix it tomorrow. We'll fix it tomorrow. Not that she can hear me say that. Not that I can hear me say that. Anyway. All right, let's have let's go have the most awkward search of a temple ever. <laughs> hey, reading is reading. I man. have a very very important question. If Hollis looks at Sugar but can't hear her, does she still cluck like a chicken? If I'm talking to Sugar, probably. Yes. Okay, that was an important question because I thought that might have been a tree falls in the wood kind of situation. I can feel that she's unhappy. Yeah, you do have the empathic yeah. link. If it, it helps, Mashika. Uh huh. You can still technically use detect magic to detect a presence or absence of magic. As well as magical auras in the power of the most potent aura, you just can't identify anything. 
because you don't have line of sight. So keep detect magic going. Sure, you can, you yeah. can detect can magic and maybe, maybe see where your fringe kind of are. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, you just magic. see these giant, giant bright <laughs> blobs in the darkness blooming around. Don't look at Sudi too hard or he'll blind you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Artifact. Keep keep your eyes averted from... Well, actually, no, I think, it, I think it's... Walk doesn't behind. have magic that gets rid of that or whatever. Oh yeah, you can't detect. It. Oh, that's so right. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't glow. All right, I guess Masika will let Narmer lead her into the temple. So all of you make your way within. The temple is not particularly large. There's a central worship area. It is flanked on either side by small areas that you're going to guess were probably de- devoted to the priests here. They're more akin to cells than anything else. Just small monastic cells where enough room for a, a bed. In these cases, each one of these has a bed carved out of the bedrock itself or the stone here. A stone slab for a monk to sleep on. A small training area set off to the side. It was a very Spartan existence. Anyone that wishes to may make me a knowledge religion check as they search the site. Okay. Uh, anyone else that wishes to may also make a perception roll. I will roll a 14 for a 30 on my knowledge religion. Narmer gets a 24 on his perception check because he's way better at that than religion and Masika can't see anything. I got a 22 perception. Hollis, you can tell two things about this place. One, the group's initial estimate that this place was deconsecrated as part of the Serenites leaving appears to be correct. Uh, Even the central shrine, the statue where the goddess would be, is just an empty plinth. Hmm. The second thing is, there are older markings here. You think that this was a temple of Horus? Oh. Onuris would be so mad. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Y'all, this is real interesting. She kind of looks to see if anybody can hear her. Or I guess Sudi. She looks at Sudi. Uh, and, and Masika, I guess. It looks like this used to be a temple to Horus before it was a temple to Serenre. Sudi, so like, pulls out a piece of paper and, like, like a seven-year-old grabbing a pencil, like, tries to, like, you write out. You speak three languages. I have to write it out for those who are blind, or for those who are, um, deaf. Yeah, but, like, you would know how to write at least one of them pretty decently in order to learn the others, right? I, th- I think he says, I think he's saying that he has the words. He's, his handwriting is just, like, child block letters. A seven-year-old. Oh, you just have bad handwriting. Because he has bad handwriting because he's never written really much of anything. Okay. So I thought you were trying to be like, he's stupid and doesn't know language. No, no, no. Like, no. I'm, tr- I'm doing it like like he holds it unfamiliarly. Like, he doesn't have the muscle memory to know how to, like, hold it right. Because I was offended for Sudi. I, f- I love him. All Sudi no, knows no, to no, do yeah. with his hands is make a fist. <laughs> Make a fist, put a pencil in it. Yeah, that's okay. That's how like some kids. That's not how try most try to write. learn how to write, and that doesn't work. But yeah, he he like messily writes out what uh, Hollis is saying. Hollis watches you write for such a long time that she forgets to read because she's just like, I gotta teach this On boy Yaris's how to write. Spirit watching over all of you from the afterlife is so angry right now. We hear a faint eagle cry in the background. <laughs> well, actually, Sugar doesn't hear a faint eagle cry, which is sad. Oh, yeah. oh why'd you have to go there? This yeah. is a sad episode, guys. Anyway. Anyway, what do you say? Sorry. Uh, oh, no. Sudi writes down pretty much exactly what you said, although he gets probably the spelling of Serenre. Or no, actually, no, he knows how to spell Serenre. What are you saying? Are you just saying what I said? Yeah, just, he's For transcribing Citra. what you're saying. For Citra. Oh, for Citra. Okay, I was yeah. like, why are you... Why? Okay. Yeah, but that there's other people gonna... that are deaf besides you, Hollis. Yeah, <laughs> she nods and, and continues looking around. Cool. That's so rude. Masika is very upset. <laughs> Searching the rest of this place, 
Citra, it takes you some time. You don't see any signs of anything left over here, except you eventually manage to find a small, rather cleverly hidden chamber built into the back wall of this structure, which you're going to guess would have probably led into, in the case of Horus or Serenre, the holiest of holies here. Pressing the release on this door, you find it leads into a room that is not very spacious, about 20 feet at a side. There are some creature comforts here. Pillows stacked up against the side. The whole place has this smell of a reptile house. This dry, Ah. arid smell. And there are a collection of items here. Some of these are just interesting. A small statue of Horus. A collection of art pieces. Relics taken from God's Nowhere. Some scrolls, which immediately intrigue you. Game mechanically speaking, there's 8,000 gold worth of art objects in here. Mm. Wow. Um, Are we going to rob this non-desecrated temple? We're going to rob this Naga. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. None of of this looks like it probably came from this temple. It's just stuff that he had. Because it smells like a reptile house. Mm -hmm. Okay. The Serenites, when they deconsecrated this place, took everything that was holy. Um, Do we need to steal from him? Yes. We yes. deserve to steal from him. He blinded and deafened it, it does. Also, I want to know what those scrolls are. Okay, so I'm the only one that feels icky about this. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Sudi feels a little icky about it, but then realizes that none of it is, like, related to this temple or anything. He probably so stole o- it okay himself. stealing, even though it's not a lawful act? There is no law out here. I was going to say, we're in the desert. There's no law here. But what we you make... You still obey the law. You still it's obey the law. Of Osirian. <laughs> Well, does does Syrian recognize the personhood of Nagas? I guess that'd be the first question. There isn't an official law on Nagas. They recognize the personhood of humans and elves and cat folks and gnolls and, in essence, almost any sentient creature capable of speech. Then Sudi would probably have a an issue with that. What are the scrolls? I was burying the lead there, so I was getting to the coolest thing. Oh, okay. There is one object in here, however, that is very unique. In that it sits off to one side, glowing with a brilliant light lighting this room. Hmm. As you step closer, Citra's brow probably furrowing, glancing back towards the party that follows her in. It is a fist-sized crystal, (laughs) at least ten times larger than Narmer's, but in otherwise every way identical. Narmer is probably freaking out. In a mechanical housing emblazoned with feather symbols and a small marking of a double owl. Oh, hey. And we'll pick Whoa. it up here next time. What? So are we cool with That's stealing from those things that he's already stolen? Narmer. Because this stuff's yeah. all stolen. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So it's not stealing if you take something he already stole. It's not stealing if you steal from those who stole? Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Mommy's Mask is copyright 2014. Mommy's Mask and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.